On this episode of the Create Podcast, we sat down with Greg. He's the owner of IE Toy Store here in Redlands. We're in his shop right now. It's on Redlands Boulevard, and it is one of my favorite stores on the planet. They have an incredible selection of vintage toys, whether you're into Star Wars, He-Man, Ninja Turtles, wrestling memorabilia, which he's a huge wrestling fan. Amazing selection here. Yeah, it is well-stocked, as you can see, and well-curated. He even has like a whole collection of She-Ra, the Princess of Power, which I've in all of our searching I've never seen before. It's yeah. my favorite. He even has a $5 table out front, which I stop by at least once a week to see what he has. handful of Star Wars action figures I picked up here from all across the board. Just a great selection. So we talked about how we got into it. Like I said, he's a huge wrestling fan, has a ton of memorabilia from belt signed by Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. Um, we talked about his story and used to um, buy storage units and then got into collecting and obviously selling. So great spot. If you're a toy collector at all, you definitely want to come out to his shop. But we hope you enjoy the conversation and listening to it and watching it as much as we had um, spending time with them. Just a great guy and a great shop. So hope you enjoy this podcast. This is the Create Podcast. So what does your daughter think of your shop and what you do? Um, she, you know, she don't go over there too much just because, you know, but she thinks it's, she thinks it's cool. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah. Um, and then we bring the wrestlers in. She thinks that's cool, you know. But I mean, my boy, like my boys, you know, they're, um, they're to the point now where it's not a big deal to them. You know, your dad owns a toy store. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, they're like <laughs> so, whatever. Yeah, and like the the WWF wrestlers. You know, these are guys that I grew up with that are my heroes. Yeah. And now my youngest son, that's that's all he he loves wrestling. You know, and so but now it's like we told him. Um, you know, Zack Ryder's coming tomorrow and Kurt Hawkins and Hornswoggle. And he's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> no big deal. So, yeah. Like the boogie, you know who the boogeyman is? Yeah. That's their adopted uncle now, but okay. he's, and he's their godfather. So, I mean, he's, you know, he's close to all of them, you know, when, when, uh, when we go out there and visit, cause we go out for vacation and visit boogeyman and, um, like Bobby Lashley was at his house. I don't know, yeah. if you know who he is. Yeah. And Mark Henry was out there, you know, and, and, you know, he says, you know, we, we go meet all these guys, go have dinner with them. And it's like, to my kids, it's like, it's nothing no more. You know, and I'm like, yeah. oh, geez. Just friends. You know how many kids would yeah. be, you know. You're like, what yeah. a life you lead, Yeah, kids. I know. So, um, but she's, you know, she's, it's not, it's still kind of a lot for her, I think. Because yeah. she's not used to none of this. And Yeah. But, um, so. Yeah, when, when did you start the shop? How long have you had it? Um, let's see. Trying to think. I've been open. I've been where I'm at now for almost five years. Five years, yeah. And then I was open three before that, so almost eight years now. We've been open. Wow. Okay. We actually started in. Are we recording now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we sorry. just kind of get a rolling we just start. Um, <laughs> so we actually started in uh, uh, the Redlands Thrift. Oh, cool. oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Um, my buddy, his mom and dad own own the store. Okay. And he would always tell me, "Hey, man, open a open a spot in here. Open a spot in here." And um, so when I got, well, like I said, when I got out of the military, I uh, um, I started a hauling company. We cleaned out foreclosed homes. And okay. I would always have so much leftovers that was salvageable stuff. And uh, I wanted to, I would always save it and have huge garage sales, you know. And um, and I would always tell my wife, I said, man, I would love to just have a store instead of having to go to swap meet, having a garage sale. Right. And, um, and but the overhead was just so you know, crazy expensive. Yeah. And I said, no, I said, we'll just, we'll just wait. We'll yeah, just wait. Just keep doing what we're doing. So he came, well, remember when Blockbuster video went out of business, uh -huh. yeah. Hollywood video? Well, that's another thing I did. I went in and I started buying all the Blockbusters out 
and oh, I would have nice. you'd buy their inventory. I'd buy their whole inventory. Oh, wow. by the That's whole store amazing. They were going out of business. Yeah. yeah, and then I would take them to the swap meet and sell uh, okay. thousands of movies in a weekend. You know, that's awesome. And um, so eventually, my buddy talked me into opening a store in his mom and dad's uh, thrift store. They turned it into kind of like an indoor swap meet at one at yeah. one point. So I got 250 square feet, which was not very much. Yeah. And um, but I filled it up with DVDs and I put some collectibles along the along the walls you know and uh within the first month i i built already a clientele people knew i was selling the movies in there and it just went crazy i couldn't keep movies on the shelf wow so then i went and asked them if i can move up to a bigger spot within about three months and then i like tripled my space wow and um it just from there it the collectibles took off yeah and i don't know how I just turned into a toy store somehow. It just, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It's like such it just a great, like, obviously I'm, I loved, I collect toys and, yeah. um, it's definitely one of, if not the best toy store, like oh, with the collection thank that you have thank you. that you've been to usually I'll go into a toy store or maybe it's like a car, a collect cards and they have collectibles as well. And I'll look through and maybe I'll see one or two things that I want. But when I go to your store, it's like, all right, I have to limit. Like, <laughs> there's just just so many great things. You Thank do a you. great job. Appreciate that. Um, if you don't like, pull your mic. You will. Just, you can. This swings. Just put okay. it as close to your mouth okay. as possible. Is there you go. Um, yeah, but when we, because we we moved in this office what earlier in the year, um, and we weren't too familiar with Redlands. Actually, I heard the way I heard about your store. Um, a friend of ours, Larry, he owns a store in Upland called Out of Time. Okay. okay. <clears throat> um, and he has a mini arc. He has an arcade. Um, and then he has toys and collectibles as well. So we had him on the podcast, and he actually told us about oh, nice. um, about your shop. And so he's like, do you know there's a great store that's right around the corner? Uh, but I went to this. But, yeah. So when you – what was that transition? So you were – were you buying storage units at that time too? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. I had that was before that was ever on TV, and I wasn't doing a whole lot, but you know, yeah. uh, but it was you know enough to keep me going with the movies and everything. So I was doing a little bit of everything. Okay. And, uh, it just um, eventually um, the DVDs kind of started moving moving out, going slower, and yeah. people weren't buying them. Everything was going digital, you know, and then uh, people were bringing me toys and saying, "Hey, you want to buy my collection? Do you?" And and I just started finding toys more and more different spots and yeah it i, I don't know i just turned one day i, I look and it's a toy store yeah i mean i've been very very blessed um that's that's all that's all i can say is we've been blessed that uh, yeah we've been fortunate to have such a beautiful store and beautiful customers and yeah we've been very lucky yeah it's a perfect time because you have like Especially, you know, people, guys my age that I grew up in eighties and yeah. I was, and so like Star Wars and G.I. Joe and all of that was like I was right at that prime age when yeah. toys were just taking off action figures and right. they were just it seemed like every few months or every year there was a whole new different line, He Man, Ninja Turtles and um so there's a ton of guys and girls out, you know, our age that either had them when they were a kid or you wanted them and your parents wouldn't buy them right. or you didn't have any money. And so it's like, oh, I have some extra money. And so the, there seems to be a, a pretty big market of we're kind of in that sweet spot of guys in their 30s, 40s, 50s that, that now want the stuff they either couldn't have yes. or that they yes. used to have. Well, yes. And it's interesting, too, because, like, there's a huge interest from, like, our kids in that whole era. Like, you know, our almost 18 year old cannot find enough 90s clothes right now like 
he I was telling somebody yesterday that he he found this like it's the ugliest shirt I've ever seen but it's like total 90s like um it's like a guest shirt that's like purple and teal striped uh-huh. and you know he's wearing the big giant pants and so it's funny you know like that like circle of life yes. kind of thing that um that he was totally into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a kid and right. you know so it's just interesting cuz i think that I think they follow our kids kind of follow, you know, our heart and our love, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. My wife always says that. She goes, the only reason your son likes this is because you <laughs> like it. Well, of course. Of course. <laughs> you know. So. Which is so funny because like it seems like that didn't happen quite. I feel like our generation just like wanted to blaze their own mm. trail. Like I don't remember my friends or me like being super into like the stuff that our parents were necessarily into, but it's interesting that like our generation of kids are like super into right. our stuff. Well, it seems like, like I've thought about this a lot too. Like we've talked about it. The thing about when I was a kid and there was such a gap, it felt like between my parents and me, like from the music they listened to, mm-hmm. I think music was probably the smallest gap where like I was into seventies and sixties music. So that gap wasn't huge, but I don't know if it's because of the advancement in technology from when our generation to our parents, but it just felt like that gap was so huge. And I didn't really want to associate with anything that had to do with my parents at all. Mm-hmm. And our kids, and it seems to be a lot of other kids, that, that gap just seems to be so much smaller. Where, like, I never played with any toys or was into anything that my dad did when he was a kid. But, like you said, <clears throat> when our kids were small, they were playing with all the stuff I liked Hot Wheels mm-hmm. and. Star Wars and Ninja Turtles, and that that was the stuff they got into. I think part of that too is that um, maybe, like for me, I didn't. My parents didn't buy me a lot of toys, but they didn't have money, you know. Yeah. So all of that, the turtles, the Star Wars, um, GI Joes, He Man, um, the stuff that I wanted, I couldn't get. So now that my kids are at the age, I'm thinking, hey, you know, yeah. and I think yeah. that's what a lot of parents are doing, getting their kids into these toys and saying, look, this is what I could have had when i was a kid now yeah they're getting their kids and that's why their kids are loving it well and plus there's like a little bit of like a void i think for their generation of stuff like there isn't like it was just such an iconic time for like tv and music and toys and like i think about what the choices are for our kids right now or Mm -hmm. even you know like our teenagers when they were you know like our kids were watching like i I don't want a roly-poly oly toy or you know like yeah. it just it was such an iconic time yeah it was it was um, that they've just they've really just all stood the test of time like uh we were over at at a time uh, that our friend Larry owns and he has like he'll he'll routinely have like strawberry shortcake stuff okay. in there and that you know was like my jam and every time i see it i'm like oh my gosh they they're still awesome yeah. like they just it's all just like totally like stood the test of time. Yeah, it was such a explosion of like pop culture. I feel yeah. I feel like when you look back at previous generations, like there was this window of the '80s. Like something came up in my newsfeed recently. It was like a five-minute video with some '80s song, and it was just like a montage of like movie clips, Ghostbusters, toys, TV show, like Perfect Strangers, TV, like just all this '80s. You know, like from oh, music to music That's to movies awesome. to toys. I sat and watched the whole thing for five minutes and it was like yeah. b- bringing back memories and emotions, yeah. feelings. Of, it's like we were so bombarded with 
pop culture and yeah, toys yeah. and MTV was brand new and music. It's like, yeah. I, I, th- I think that has something to do with it where it was just, it invaded us as yeah. small kids. I think yeah. Saturday morning cartoons where all the commercials were star Wars and GI Joe and all the toys Teddy and, uh, they were on our cereal box. Like I just got one of those everywhere. You did. Yeah. I was just going to ask like, what are the things that you cannot keep in stock? Like um, they just come and go you faster know, than you can buy. I hear, I get, I get that question a lot. What's the best? What's the, yeah. you know, but, um, that's why we do so much of a little bit of everything, yeah. you know, because there's, there's so much stuff out there and, and we don't want to leave nobody behind. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, of course, Star Wars, GI Joe's, um, He-Man, yeah. Ninja Turtles, those, those fly off the shelf whenever yeah. we get them in. But well, uh, I think so many people have like touch point connection with those. Yeah. yeah. Those are probably the greatest. And then of course we do a lot of wrestling. Yeah. So that's uh, that's another big thing that <coughs> rolls out of our store real fast. Yeah. So, but even like we were just talking about, uh, like today's stuff is nothing compared to the no. yesterdays. Like the yeah. re- the wrestling, you know. I mean, when I grew up with the '80s and '90s wrestlers, it was so amazing. And like today's stuff is just boring, and yeah. I don't even watch wrestling <laughs> no more. Yeah. Because it it does nothing for me. Yeah. Compared to when we had Hulk Hogan and, and, you know, all of the classics, you know, it's, but that's that same era that we're talking about. You know I mean? It today's is. toys don't compare nothing to yesterday's toys. You know? I know. As I think about like the things that like our kids are like, you know, almost adults, uh, age kids are like fighting over, like from their childhood of who gets to keep what it's those things. It's the teenage Mutant ninja yeah. turtles that they're fighting over. It's the hot wheels. Mm-hmm. It's, I can't even tell you anything from their actual childhood right. in terms of a toy that right. they're like holding on to. Yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, in twenty years kids are going to be look out looking for Fortnite figures. No, no. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, no, do your boys play Fortnite? So. Um, they do. What's the other one they play? They play maybe Minecraft. That's the, maybe no. Maybe it's Fortnite. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to. <laughs> I don't. I get too frustrated with the games. I'm not a video game. Yeah, guy. I'm not either. It's, they're hard. Uh, so. Yeah, Fortnite is frustrating. Uh, well, right. and our kids like go in and out of. I think that Fortnite kind of goes in bursts. Well, Have you? Do you ever play Fortnite, Antonio? Used to. You used to. <laughs> yeah, I think it kind of comes and goes. The Nintendo was easy with two two little buttons. Yeah. Yeah, I stopped at Mario Brothers, Super yeah. Mario Brothers. I did, really didn't go. I was obsessed when the Nintendo came out. Yes. Um, I was super late in the game. Like all my friends had one, and finally I got one, and it was like. Super Mario Brothers, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. I was yeah. obsessed with until I beat him, and then, then was Super Nintendo the next one or Super was the next one? Yeah, yeah. I I was got into music and girls, so I was fast. <laughs> you <laughs> moved on. <laughs> yeah, but the first Nintendo I was obsessed. Yeah, yeah. Which those are, I'm, we got one of those mini like Nintendos yeah, so that they nice. put out. Those are yeah. Cool. Well, NES. Yeah, I have some like games too. Like. I have all these things. Like, my collection is weird. Like, Star Wars is probably, that was my toy when I was a kid. Uh-huh. That's probably what I'm most obsessed with. But there's, there's, and they're reissuing so much stuff, yes. too. Like, I don't really collect based on value or, for me, any type of nostalgia. Um, so my collection's kind of weird to have. You'll only but. really buy something if you have, like, a personal emotional connection mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's one of the things I love about your store. It's great for someone like me because my collection and i won't i'll go deep in some stuff but i i try not to go too deep in anything because right. i have a tendency to get out of control you might be a <laughs> little yeah. bit yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's what i did with the pops you know, i was just gonna say oh you kind of yeah. started to do that with the pops 
Okay, re- can we talk about like, like merchandising the pops? Mm-hmm. Have you been in those? St- I mean, if you were into pops, I'm sure you're gonna. I'm gonna start this conversation. You know exactly what I'm gonna say. Man, yes, you have a bunch in your store. Yeah, too. we do. You like go into what was that store we used to Fye or F-Y-I. something? Fye, yeah. Um, and it's like a gigantic wall of pops yes. with zero organization, and they're like ten deep. And we would have like a kid that wanted like one like super obscure pop, and we're like, oh my gosh, I would leave with a migraine every single time we were shopping for pops. It's like my least. They're crazy, and my when least at, favorite thing. I at first when they came out, I refused to get them just because I knew a, there was so many, and it would right. just be an endless. Well, and an you were kind thing. of collecting the vinyl idols. Is that what they were? Yeah, called? they only made a few of them. Um, it was made by Funko. You're right. Um, they, but they didn't last. They didn't last. But those are my favorite. They're a little too big, um, but th- those are my favorite. But the pops, I refused for a long time because yeah. I'm like, if I start buying these, it's going to get out of control. Oh That's what I did. Me and my <clears throat> son started with the wrestling ones. I was just going to uh, say, yeah. yeah. And then, then I was like, well, these are cool. Yeah. Everything they bring out is pretty, you know, they it's are. pretty nostalgic and pretty right. cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even, they did a great job what, making what is them. That, what was that girl's, the, the girl show? Um, I can't even think of it. But anyway. Like a cartoon? No, it was an old show that was on TV. It had three ladies. Um, oh, the Golden Girls. Golden Girls. Oh, even yeah. those. I mean, <laughs> right, right. I mean, they're so nostalgic. I would, you know? I would yeah. buy a Blanche Pop. I remember when I was a kid, that show was on TV. And yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, you I just got, you know, let's have those too. So yeah. That was such everything. a great era for TV. Yeah. Too. Yeah. The Golden Girls and Silver Spoons. Yeah. And Family Ties. And yeah. I think that's why people want them, is just because they're they're so, it's part of that nostalgic era. And, yep. You know, totally. every, he just, people just grab them, you know. I mean, the Jeffersons, you know, you see yep. that one. That was, a, they look cool, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, just your, you know, your people that you were crazy about on TV and your idols. And yeah. so let's grab them, you know. And then you got all the music ones. It's nonstop with Funko. They, they put everything out. Everything. Yeah. And, uh, uh, kudos Every to cartoon, Pops. everything. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and they're, they're awesome little school gifts yeah. that somebody can pick up real quick and they're not going to break you, you know. Yep. Well, yeah. Most of them. Yeah. There's some out there that are pretty pretty pricey yeah so, the, you know, the super Elvis obscure ones, ones. That's oh i've I never started. even seen an Elvis oh gosh <laughs> those are i think up to 700 800 bucks oh my now gosh. are they really yeah and they just funko just re-released some new elvis ones um they made some new ones so the so when they re-release them do they release them at the regular I price guess, sorry i shouldn't say re-release or they, they, they put out a new, new one they yeah. put out a new one yeah yeah so do and, they um, release them at the regular price yeah. as the other pops yep. Uh-huh. yeah yep and then you know depending on how many people buy them or what's left, you know, they, they become yeah, pricey. You like know? major collector's right. items. And I assume those, like, all, all things in that area, it's based on condition and in the right. package, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are, are most of them, which for me, like, I have to open everything. Like, uh-huh. I, I, don't have, I don't have anything that's worth, for me, I don't even care about how it's worth. I just get what I like. But, right. but I'll take some stuff and think, I probably shouldn't open this, but I have to open it. So I, I open just about everything. But are the uh, are the pops the ones that are worth like is the, the difference in, the in value the like mint, huge mint, like yep, most every, things? If it's mint in the box, that's where the yeah. money's at. Where it's like you know? five dollars out of the box and seven hundred exactly. in the box. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's with anything. You know, I mean, you can get a Star Wars figure that's you know five hundred dollar figure, and then you open it out of the package, and it's worth it's twenty twenty five. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. So. Like I have a I have all my garbage ball kids from when I was a kid. I have a an atom bomb from the first series, oh, nice. <clears throat> but it's in terrible condition. So I, I think it's worth like forty bucks. Right. But at different times, if it was like a nine or a ten, it was worth. At one point, they were going like eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. Right. Yeah, there were some money. But 
just a slight difference variance in the condition and it, it's crazy that's about right. it. Yeah. And that's the same with Funko. You get a little crease or anything, and they're very picky. I get people that come in the store, and they, like, with a magnifying glass over that box. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. They're very picky. Wow. So. Would you say that's one of, if not the most collected toy right now, is the Pops? It, yes. Yeah. I would have to say that's probably one of the biggest. I mean, I, every day I sell so many Pops. Really? That's, that's one of the biggest sellers. So, wow. Yeah. How does that work for you, like buying them and reselling them? Are you buying directly from Funko? I or? buy directly from Funko, and I also buy collections. I get people that oh, bring, okay. you know, they want to get out of the, the game. and <laughs> yeah. like, this, they, is, yeah. this is too stressful. Exactly. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it becomes a almost like a job. Collecting <laughs> yeah. is a job for some people. For reals. So it, it can get out of hand. Yeah, I have so many memories. Well, because, like, Barnes & Noble, and I, I haven't been in a Barnes & Noble, obviously, in months, but they used to have, like, big like bins almost right and one of our boys was like looking for a specific pop for a girl for her birthday and i remember like both of us like you know hands deep in this like bin of pops just like going through trying to find so silly and every business has jumped in on on the bandwagon for pops because if you go to barnes noble or target or walmart or wherever you know they all got exclusives with the little sticker that says walmart or target or barnes and noble you know everybody's so it's it's been a good business for for everybody, I think. So pretty soon you're gonna walk into a Shell station. It's like Shell exclusive <laughs> pop. Seven well, Eleven has them. Do they? they? Do. Yeah, Seven Eleven has. You them. were wow. trying to be yeah. funny, and it like really happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. Seven Eleven pops. Yeah. That's where I used to buy all my garbage belt kids when I was a kid. There was a Seven Eleven. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. The Sev, as my brothers would think. Would like say. I was in fifth grade, and there was a Seven Eleven within walking distance from our house. Wow. And they would have like a little box on the counter. <clears throat> it was a very uh, hip 7-Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be, this was probably around the fourth series, so it'd been out for a little while. Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I hadn't even heard about them, I think, until the <clears throat> third series had just started. And they've kind of made a comeback, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just the, the older ones, but even new ones. I know they've been putting out a, uh, a lot of different, Have they? like WWF. Or mm-hmm. WWE, excuse me. They they put out some new wrestling ones and yeah, uh, a lot of new a lot of new stuff for the garbage pill line that yeah. they've been putting out. Yeah, they're putting out whole new series. Right, and right. I think constantly now, like they did a, I think in 2016 they did an election series. So it was yes. all the candidates. Yes, and yes. Oh, they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the same with the pops. They did that also. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, so and they started like in response to cabbage patch dolls. Yeah, like I'm not sure. Exactly garbage pill kids. Yeah. No? Yeah, yeah, because they totally look like parodies yeah. of Cabbage Patch dolls. It was basically a parody of yeah. yeah. Which there was, I don't know all the details, but I know there was like a lawsuit at the beginning and was really, there? yeah, that's so funny. Cabbage Patch dolls were like my life. Like, if you're gonna talk, do you get those? At uh, all? Every once in a while, somebody would try to bring one in, and they they just they they're don't, so they don't hold value. Yeah, they don't yeah. hold value even yeah. in the box. Yeah. Really? I mean, there's I'm sure a couple of them that you know probably hold something, but yeah, yeah it's funny in all of our. Like roaming, because obviously we, there's a lot of time invested right. in this collection. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen a Cabbage Patch doll. No. Huh. That was, I was like obsessed. <laughs> but the same with Beanie Babies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those went they, nuts. They, and they, they went crazy, just yeah. like Pops, and then yeah. now they're worth nothing. And do you think that it has something to do with like the soft? I think it's because it's a plush, yeah. you know, and, and it a, just gets like gross. a more like a doll that it, yeah. you know, people it didn't hold, you know. But I don't think Funko's ever going to go anywhere. I think yeah. they're going to 
it's more because they're more of a figure yeah and a collectible compared to just a plush that you would throw yeah. around you know when they're tapping into so much nostalgia right. and from people have whether it's it, it doesn't matter if you're into music movies tv whatever your thing is there's going to be a whole right. ton of pops for you where beanie babies were they weren't connected to at least I, don't, I didn't collect them but i don't think they had like bands that were beanie babies right. or Right. movie stars or no, they athletes. were just like they were random right? yeah they're just yeah, and the cabbage patch dolls the same that they were just i think that's the one of the keys with pops is that they're tapping into addictions that already exist right. exactly. and obsessions well, that people yeah, have and the marketing on pops is just like brilliant like hats off to right. funko like they hit it hit it on all fronts how so how does it work with <clears throat> like <clears throat> excuse me with funko with you being able to order do you get a heads up of what's being released and you pick and choose what you want that's and, correct yeah um, you know they'll give me a couple months ahead of time sometimes and tell me hey this is coming out yeah and i mean they usually release that for anybody anyways but right you know when we get ready to order we kind of know what's coming out in a couple months or and then uh then they'll send us a send us a deadline you know say hey this is open till yeah now. do they put limits on no, like purchasing I, I, certain things. I pretty things. much can order as many as I want, yeah, unless like cool. they have the new pop soda cans. Have you seen those? No. Mm-hmm. And they're limited edition to like maybe five thousand. So yeah, that's you know once the five. It's an actual gone, soda. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a. It's in a. So, it looks like a soda can. Yeah. But when you open the top, there's a little vinyl figure inside. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so that's those cool. those I don't think have took taken off as quick as you know a regular pop. Yeah. Uh, I got customers that want them that collect them, but. They're not as high priority. Yeah. But, but they're a very limited edition compared to Yeah. You know, the Do you have pops. some in your store? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they also each each uh, collection comes with a chase. So there'll be a regular vinyl inside the soda can and there'll be another one that's a a chase, like the Chucky one that just came out. It'll okay. look like a regular Chucky or the chase will be all bloody. Oh, that's so cool. they're they're cool. They're cool. And yeah. there's people that want them, but uh they're I don't think there is So do you know popular. what's in it? Nope, not to So it's kind of it. like, yeah. is it called those LOL dolls that the kids like open and it's like, that's like so popular. That was popular. It makes me want to punch everybody in the face. <laughs> like our kids haven't, our kids were like kind of older before that trend hit, mm-hmm. but they were, for a while our kids were super into, um, I think Minecraft had some of them that was like in a little box and you didn't, it was like a mystery huh, I didn't thing. I see those. It made me mad. My kids got into time. the, um the miniatures they uh they look like little miniature food or a miniature oh yeah yeah oh, i can't yeah, think yeah. of what the name of those but they were really big into those for a while and yeah. then those kind of nothing's kind of n- nothing yeah everything kind of fizzles today nothing stays yeah for very it doesn't long. yeah it's like it doesn't have enough tooth compared i mean the only thing that i really see staying around a whole lot you know for the for the majority of the time that we've what 10 years 15 years pops been around yeah i'm not sure exactly how long they've been around but uh that's that's the longest it's anything's really stayed around lately i can see like the process of ordering pops for mm-hmm. a store being like a little bit like gambling that yeah. you're kind of like i think this is going to be popular exactly like, and that's that's what i do gonna... i'm very very picky on what i order because yeah you know you order a box of 12 or 15 and then you're stuck with and can you yeah. order like specifics? Like you're like, I want 25 Harrys of Harry Potter. Or I well, they want... come in a box of six, so you have to order okay. six By to start. Six. Yeah. yeah, so you order in sixes. But it's that specific character. Right. You're not yeah. having to no, like, you're just ordering the set of Harry Potter. Right, right. So. Interesting. Yeah, that could make you crazy. Yeah, it's it's 
because you don't want to order too much and then be stuck with product that just ain't moving. You yeah. Know? So. Or not enough of right. whatever is going to be. Well, like the Easy E-Pop just came out. Oh, and, that's cool. And in two days, I sold out. And I'm like, darn, I should have bought a couple more boxes. Yeah. yeah. But then on the other hand, are you... I'm I'm happy just to be rid of you know right. You're it, ready. You know, you're happy to move it through. Right, move it through and and yeah. be done. Not have no extras, you know. Versus yeah. stuck with it. Yeah. Right. right. So for you personally, your collection is mostly wrestling. Is that your? That's what. Yeah. yeah. My well, it's more my sons. Okay. But uh, I don't want to say I'm a toy collector. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is a safe space yeah. <laughs> for toy collectors. But um, yeah, it's kind of weird. Everybody asks me what do I what do I collect, you know? But yeah. um, I was never. Um, that's what makes it weird too. I was never a toy collector. I didn't have toys when I was a kid. You're like and, the um, uh, drug dealer that doesn't like use his own supply. Yeah. So what? I, <laughs> that's my, a good my, thing. My though. toy store is my collection now. Yeah. You know. So yeah. Which I think makes the whole process like more. And there's some stuff that I'll put in the store that uh, I put the price up pretty high because I don't care if it goes. Yeah. yeah. So if somebody wants it bad enough, then they can have it. But yeah. if, if not, then it's my you'll, collection. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. No, that's a good that's thing because cool. if if that was my business, that would be hard for me to sell probably most of the stuff. Yes. Yeah, there's some stuff that's <laughs> like, man, I I hate to see it go, but yeah. But then on the other hand, I'm I'm glad to see it go to somebody that really it's loves it love and it. cares yeah. about it. In so. your guys' uh, wrestling collection, what's some of the your favorite stuff they have? Uh, for the pops, just the yeah, wrestling memorabilia. Oh, just, just the well, we In have because you have like belts. Yeah, and we like, have we have a. Probably one of my favorites is the Ultimate Warrior sign belt that I have. Oh, wow. Um, probably one of the greatest superstars ever. Yeah. Um, I have a Stone Cold sign belt that I really, it's one of my favorites. And uh, I got a bunch of Hulk Hogan sign stuff. He's probably my, the greatest ever to me. So, yeah. Um, that's what one of the pieces that I hate to get rid of, if anything Hogan. Yeah. But if I put it high enough and somebody wants it, then... I guess they can have it. Yeah, and it, like, and it just uh, love it. Yeah, and then it walks out sometimes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> believe somebody bought that. But um, that era <clears throat> wrestling with Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan, yes. and Rowdy Ronnie Piper, Junkyard Dog, that was just the greatest. That was the greatest. Yes. Yeah, as a kid, I remember <clears throat> lived on a cul-de-sac, and there was probably six of us guys all around like the same grade. Uh-huh. It was just tons of kids. It was like something out of an '80s movie, and we yeah. would. There were certain things we would get together and watch, and that was Rest that was one of them. It was just so iconic. Like yeah. you said, Ultimate Warrior was just like larger than life. So many of those characters, and that's that's the thing with today's wrestling. There's nobody to me that's that's larger than life, right? Uh, compared to back back in the '80s and the '90s, you know, them they were all larger than life and um, amazing, uh, amazing. Uh, amazing people you know and today not not that i'm not trying to take away from the wrestling guys yeah. of today but yeah. they just it's it's a whole different world and they just uh yeah it's it's a whole different different world. dynamic yeah, very, well it's like inevitable dynamic. with all great things that happen like the the business side of it typically it, at least on some level will change mm-hmm. change it or ruin it well what were yeah. we watching was it that david arquette documentary oh yeah did we you see that? Have you seen <clears throat> that um i haven't seen that i know david though it's um, like when it's you know like personally? telling yeah. the story yeah. he's such a unique guy he's yes so he unique <laughs> yes he is. how do you yeah. know him um the nasty boys uh wrestlers from the wwf uh-huh. era um they're good friends of mine and uh they we I work with them every once in a while 
and uh, they actually introduced me to David. They're good friends with David. Okay. And um, so because of that, me and David became friends. That's cool. And uh, so he's, you know, he loves the wrestling business. He's yeah, an amazing, uh, amazing fan of the business, and uh, so great guy. Yeah, you have you have to watch that documentary. I think it just okay. came yeah, out a few months ago. Right. It's so okay. interesting because he, because handful of years ago he he like won a championship well, he, it right? was like, like a publicity yes. stuff, yeah right yeah. Like, well, yeah it's, you <laughs> yeah. have the inside track that's from watching the documentary that was kind of how it was so the documentary was like because he took a lot of flack for that mm-hmm. and so the documentary was him like wanting because he's like i just i love it so much it was like his first love turning his back on him is right. kind of the way he felt and so the documentary was like him getting in shape and and wrestling and and to right. kind of it's really good is a yeah he's such a just a interesting character and neat guy yeah, is he as quirky um I, you know I don't, I, don't, he, I don't know yeah what his how do I say? persona you know, I'm, is i've never just hung out with him you know we was in a business situation where we was um at like a comic con and stuff right. like that yeah so i mean but a very very nice guy very respectful yeah um, but uh yeah it seems know, like a genuine business. guy so no, but I mean we didn't hang out as best friends or nothing. So, yeah. But uh, yeah. but he's very very always very friendly yeah. and respectful to me and to my wife and uh, yeah. So and I just know he loves the business and that's why I've uh, always respected him. Anybody yeah, that kind of followed him that loves the business like like I do. Yeah. So, uh, so how did you get into this side you are now where you're having wrestlers come in store in the store and doing appearances and well, going to comic cons? How did that happen? My my best friend uh, since. Um, second, third grade. Uh, his dad was a wrestler. Okay. And uh, he, um, we had lost contact, you know, as we got older. And uh, then um, probably a year after I opened my store, we, we'd become, we had got back into contact and we would start going to meet and greets at other places. And I, and we started talking about, we could do this at our store, you mm-hmm. know, and uh I said, yeah. I said, let's let's get into it. Let's figure it out. Let's see what we got to do to bring somebody in, you know. And um, we, our very first wrestler that we ever brought in was uh, Tugboat. I don't know if you remember him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, so he came into our store, and um, for a meet and greet. And from mm-hmm. there, he hooked us up with different okay. different talents, and um, it just took off from there. And we try to make it a little different than any other meet and greet in Southern California where when you go up to meet the wrestler, you know, you put your item on the table and they sign it and they tell you to see you later. Yeah. Um, and I hate that because, I mean, you're putting, I don't care if you're spending $20 for an autograph or $100 for an autograph. To me, um, a lot of this is once in a lifetime that you're going to get to meet your hero. Yeah. And and to just go up there and say hi and goodbye, you know, to me, I wasn't really happy with that. And uh, so we always wanted to do something bigger and better for the fans where they got they were more appreciated by the by the talent and uh so we said you know when they walk up there hey ask a few questions you know talk to them a little bit you know say something you know yeah engage and uh get a little more out of out of you know your 20 bucks you know and yeah and uh so that's what we've done from from day one and uh we've had people like kane um gold gold dust um some of the biggest you know names in the business and yeah. uh, who are you know regularly you know put your item up on the table and, and move you yeah. know and we said as a promoter we wasn't going to do that and we've got these big names to uh actually take time and and 
uh, engage with the fans and, really and it's cool. been amazing so we've been very lucky and um so we've it's just, probably we've more fulfilling for them at the end of the day too i think for both of them yeah, yeah i think it is but i mean you get some fans up there that just don't stop and they just want <laughs> right. to ask a million goofy <laughs> right. questions you know so i understand that too becomes so. like a yeah. political yeah. debate yeah so there's got to be a, a line you know and, and we draw that and uh, yeah but we want you know everybody to walk away with a special time with with their hero you yeah know? and so um and like i said these are, these have been my heroes and so it's kind of neat that i get to to live and to uh, interact with these guys well and be facilitating people. it for other right fans right, too right. it's really cool so it's been i've been lucky i've been been very blessed and uh, i wouldn't trade it for nothing yeah so, so how often are you doing those uh, well before covid we was doing them every three months yeah about about every three months and uh so we just had our first one uh, a month and a half ago and uh, we started off with a big name and was just taking a chance to see how it would go and we had an amazing, amazing event, and uh, so we just uh, we got another one this Saturday, uh, October tenth, and uh, we got three people coming in. I usually don't do three people, but uh, yeah. we just kind of shot big, and it's been the response have been, has been amazing. So it's going to be a big event. So, so exciting! I'm yeah. sure it's one of those things too that obviously you're a fan and you're into it that. Mm -hmm. Once you got into that community, probably just one door opens the next door. Exactly. It, one it's, relationship. It's all how you treat people. You know, the yeah. word, word gets around um, that, hey, this is a good promoter. This is a bad promoter. And uh, don't work with him or, you know, um, or work with him. And then, you know, they pass your name around. They let you know, hey, this guy's good to work with. This guy's not. Yeah. So um, right before right before COVID hit, we had a toy con in vegas do you remember that toy con i remember hearing about it yeah yeah and so that that's a pretty big one so yeah. we, w we went over there and uh we actually took a uh, tugboat with us um fred ottman and uh he's a big toy guy so we yeah. brought him with us and we've worked with him probably four or five times now and just a great loving guy you know and easy to work with so we're close to him so we brought him you know and uh, we get there, and there's supposed to be some bigger names there, like uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and uh, Ray Mysterio and somebody else. But a lot, and then then they had like the Transformer guys that were supposed to be there, the ET names were supposed to be there, and a lot of people canceled. Huh. So we knew this was going to get bad. We knew that the wrestlers weren't going to be able to, you know, be working because if they're not doing conventions mm -hmm. and and doing signings, they're not making no money. Right. So I called four or five different wrestlers that were in the Vegas area, and uh, I brought them in for the Comic-Con. And uh, they got to work and put some money in their pocket at the very, you know, very That's beginning great. of this. And uh, so now they, a lot of them have been sitting at home, and yeah. and just it's been, they've, they've been hurting, you know. Yeah. A lot of people has went to, I'm sure you guys have seen, to the virtual Mm -hmm. yeah comic cons <clears throat> and stuff like that the virtual signings yeah so that's helped a lot of them out but uh as for me and my store we've just kind of stayed away from those i'm i'm more of a in-person person yeah, yeah. it's not and, the uh, same no it's not it's yeah. not and uh i don't want to pay for me personally i'm not going to pay for an autograph for somebody i'm not going to meet or i'm not going to see or right i want to see them in person myself you know and yeah so that's why we've stayed away from that we'd rather have them in person and so now we're back, getting back on track with, uh, with them in store. That's and, so uh, great. Hopefully, after this year is beginning uh, January, we can uh, maybe things will get a little better with yeah. uh, opening up for every business. And yeah, we're hoping. Because <clears throat> it's been hard for, for a lot of businesses. Very yeah. hard. With you guys, with your the stock that you have in the store, mm -hmm. um, 
are you you're obviously you're doing a little bit of storage unit buying and you're mm-hmm. buying people's collections i mean you you guys seem to get a lot of i mean i see you on facebook and you guys do a really good job at marketing and put yourself out there so you probably you probably have people contacting you at least somewhat often yeah yeah you buy I, stuff I, I hear from people probably either every other day or do you really day, yeah wow there's always somebody that wants <clears throat> to sell something but, and what like for for someone that wants wants to what does that process look like they you've obviously fe- ask them what they have and then they bring it in right. the store yeah i like them i like them to bring it into the store so that i can yeah. you know go over the items and and uh the condition of the items and and uh you know a lot of people you know message me or email me and say hey i have this and uh it's in excellent shape but when they bring it in it's like, <laughs> it's like the dog chewed it up you know You're like yeah. my so perception of yeah. excellent is different right from right yours. And, and the buyers are very picky so i have to be picky too when right. i buy for for the buyers and uh so i like them to bring it in the store a lot of you know there's times that i can meet you know at somebody's house also or wherever they would like to meet you know we do that also so whatever's convenient for the seller yeah but um yeah it's just bring it into the store and and uh we'll we'll go over a price together and something that's uh worth our time and your time yeah i'm sure you have different types of collectors where you have the guys that only want it if it's like in the package and for me like star wars is the one thing that i have a goal to eventually I want to get every action figure, the wow. vintage stuff, eventually. Yeah. So for me, I don't care if it's in package or yeah. as long as they have all their limbs and they they, right, right. they look halfway decent. Your new Princess Leia is awesome. Yeah, I got that at your store. Oh, yeah. nice. Actually, there's Appreciate probably that. there's probably at least six or seven out there. I got. Wow. I was gonna say you had nice. a big week at his store mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. Yeah, we um we go in waves though. Sometimes we'll get a ton of Star Wars in, and then sometimes yeah. we don't we don't see them at all and. Uh, I got some not too long. I don't know if you've seen sitting behind me on the shelves. I had some higher priced Star Wars, but they're not vintage. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those came in and they were, I was, I couldn't believe, you know, the, the price for them and they're not, they're not vintage, but right. uh, I mean, they're still older. They're still what, 15, 10 years old. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, uh, the price is just amazing on Star Wars sometimes. Yeah. It's crazy. But, uh, but that's one thing I love about your store is that for someone like me, that my collections kind of, hit and miss this you know mm-hmm. there's so many different like that bob's big boy bank i got at your store too like did you yeah oh. yeah i was in the when you first walk into the right there's those glass right, cases right. i was in yeah in one of there oh, i, I got that okay yeah yeah I remember there that. probably a couple weeks ago uh, growing yeah. up in the you know our kids all basically grew up in the carolinas uh-huh. um because you were there for 20 years um they like had no frame of reference for what that was yeah they were just like what is that weird big boy yeah. thing that you guys have yeah. and we're like it's a restaurant in california yeah that's so now that we're home those are I think, my favorites i think we drove past yeah, one too. and they were like that's the thing yeah. <laughs> that's that thing that dad has we used to i used to take my son my youngest son he always wanted to go to big bobs that's what he called big it. bobs big bobs yeah. every we'd go once a week for breakfast me and him when he I was just, just a little bitty guy and uh yeah, it's sad. They're closing again. You don't. They're they came back for quite a while and then they. Yeah, I've really only seen one. I think Cala Norco. Mesa is the There's last. one in Norco. Is there one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cala Mesa has one too. Do they? Yeah, but which we need to go to the one in Norco before I it closes. Know, we do. Because I haven't kids. been to one in over probably twenty years. I'd like to get the the big statue. That'd be pretty cool. Yes, I want one so bad. That'd be awesome. 
Yeah, and that's so cool. That's another thing on our bucket list to, to be able to have one. They, can, they can't be that pricey. I, I mean, know. I mean, and there must be a lot of them oh, yeah. somewhere. Yeah, like, where are they? Got yeah, yeah, somebody somebody's has. Got and they used to get stolen. All the, like, really? Like, I never heard about that. Like people would, like college students would. That's an aggressive like prank. prank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah. like there's a lot of logistics. Uh, yeah, that can't be light either. No, no, to be heavy. No, no, you need a lot of people. Yeah, that's that's an aggressive. It's a commitment right there. Yeah. yeah. So pass. with your, with <clears throat> we talked earlier about buying storage units, mm-hmm. which we were talking before when that show Storage Wars came out, like I was obsessed with because right. I'm, I'm a picker and like I. I'm just really, really <laughs> thankful that you didn't ever get into that because that <laughs> makes me tired thinking about you doing that. Buying You'd storage store. units? Yeah. If you started buying yeah. storage units. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. A whole yeah. lot of work. And uh, it. it you know, you buy the unit, then you got to clean it out, then you got to process all the stuff. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a whole lot of work. But, well, um, and for you coming from like a hauling, like cleaning out foreclosures background, like mm-hmm. that was probably the perfect preparation for right. having a process to right. be able to go through and right. deal with those. Yeah. And you got into it before that show came before out, before it was popular. Out. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure it was a lot more lucrative. Right. back then that it is now and even then i you know i never i never thought it was going to be on tv so i i didn't i wish i would have took more of an advantage right and because uh, i wasn't even buying i wasn't even a big buyer then right um you know i would just do it every once in a while just you know on the side i was doing my hauling company so yeah. i would do that just just on the side like i am now just you know more for fun yeah um not not as so much as my business or income you know i got a lot of buddies that that that's what they do for their income and it's a rough, it's a rough, uh, a rough business. Yeah. You yeah. Cause know. you're, you're relying on what you find. And it's not always just, I mean, you can, you can see certain stuff in there and, and think, you know, Oh, this is going to be a good unit, but, uh, just cause you see one good thing don't mean it's going to be a good unit. So it's, it's, uh, it's very, you know, it's like playing the lottery. Yeah. yeah. I was going to so, say it. Cause well, you're not allowed to go like, in, right? Nope, you have to, you just buy it, you know, as, as seen. Sight unseen. Yeah. Well, you yeah. were telling me the other day about somebody that like found a, or bought a storage unit. Oh yeah, one of the guys from that show. Uh-huh. Did you see that? He he found a Kobe Bryant uh-huh. um, I unit, I didn't see that. and it was. It seems somebody, like it belonged to one of first though. It belonged to like one of his stylist type uh-huh. manager people that worked for him. I think it was under his name, uh-huh. and it was just filled with like t- a ton of his personal stuff, oh, like wow. jerseys to um, shoes he had worn, shoes he had worn, game worn uh-huh. jerseys, game worn shoes, like. Wow. 50 60 70 pairs of shoes all in boxes wow. fur coats outfits receipts with his name like just tons and like, tons of stuff uh, jerseys that. with like his kids names on them wow. yes yeah, kids jerseys like yeah. just unbelievable amount of stuff wow. and and someone had bought it for like 350 bucks oh my god and then right. called this guy because uh-huh. he's he's famous i guess from that show and he bought it off him for like thirteen thousand. Oh wow um and then he put out a video and I don't know the whole story, but I guess he contacted Vanessa, his wife, and uh-huh. all the personal stuff, like, gave back oh, nice. to her a lot, the personal stuff. But he, stuff that wasn't personal or that he hadn't worn, I think he kept some of it, selling uh-huh. it. But yeah. But that that was the one thing that <clears throat> I lost interest in that show was you could tell so much of it was staged yeah. or fake. You know, yeah. like, I have no interest in watching a, right. a staged Right, right. Well, Locker it, unit. It kind of <clears throat> went from like watching this like very authentic process unfold to mm. like they became like caricatures of themselves. Right, right. 
right. a little bit. Well, yeah. it's, it's all about ratings. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And if you're not if you're not bringing in ratings, the, yeah, the yup and the truck and yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Did you come across any cool stuff? Um, units. I've never had nothing crazy. I found some gold. Yeah. You know, that's about it. But nothing. Nothing Super crazy, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you know I'm evidently I find stuff that. You know, keeps com- bringing me back. You know, and <laughs> You're like, I'm still doing it, <laughs> yeah. so it can't so, be all. You know, bad. I mean, I, I, I do, I do, mm-hmm. I do okay on it. You know, yeah. but uh, it's like I said, it's a lot of work. So, yeah. if you, if you look at the time that you put into it and the money you're making, um, you know, it's you got to enjoy it. You got to love what you're doing, or yeah. otherwise, it's you know not so much worth it either. You know? Yeah. Well, that's what I was so, gonna say. If you look at like if you're ferreting out the hours that right. go into like cleaning the rest of the unit out to sell the one item, right. Like I'm sure there has to be like a profit loss yeah. Yeah. thing on it. That you're right, you do hours, have yeah. to yeah. like love it. So, are you are you buying any of the um, like new vintage stuff that's coming out where they're like Back to the Future? Like well, I have that like Teen Wolf and yeah. Where they're, are you, you know, getting I don't, in, buying I don't really do too much <clears> of those. They're just it's you know you'll sell a couple of them and then it's yeah. not a big a big market for them. I mean they're cool. Yeah. But no, they're <clears> I don't that's and I think that's Funko also, ain't it? Um, I think that one's reaction. Is that reaction? Yeah. Okay. I know Funko was doing some too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're cool, but they just, they don't move as well. So. Yeah. Probably when you have like the more serious collectors coming in. Right. They well, the, want the it to be authentic. The bad thing is you got, you got competition with like Target, you know, Target right. puts out a lot of those. Right. When you're reselling. Right. So it's just so many more go to Target than come to a little mom and pop store and, yeah. and grab that stuff easy. So yeah. It's like it's a hard. different. <clears throat> right. I think you're like a very very unique breed of collector that you're like completely nostalgia based where i think that the majority of people who are as nostalgia based as you are aren't as like committed to the hunt and where you're probably getting more people who are just like collect it's more about the collecting right than about the yeah the the hunt is a big part of it for me where there's stuff i could buy online Mm -hmm. But I'd rather find it. I'd rather yes. come with some yeah. stuff like I'm, I'm not going to come across this, so I'll break down and buy it online. But right. for me, most of the fun is like walking in your store and being like, oh, there's that right. that one and seeing it and being able to buy it versus just click, click, click. Yeah. It's a completely yeah. different experience. Yeah. So it that, sure is. that's, the I think, the picker inside of me and dumpster diver. Yeah. That yeah. The, the hunt for the treasures adds so much more to it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I uh I do a lot of looking for, you know, wrestling stuff. So it's, you, know, you don't find it a lot of times. And yeah. even with the newer stuff that's out, you know, it's, it's even that's hard to find because so many people are buying it right now. Yeah. We, me and my son went to Walmart uh, two days ago and we found a couple figures that we haven't been able to find at all, you know. So that was kind of, that was kind of such cool. a score. Yeah. yeah. Ex- exactly. So, and, uh, so you get lucky some days. But yeah. I've heard the, so like the original, like, those bendable WWFs that came out, you know, mm-hmm. the one that when, when I was a kid, right. Um, I've heard that the story that they were supposed to be much smaller mm-hmm. and like, have you heard that? Like, cause they were like, what, like, like about are you this talking big? about the LJN ones or are you talking about the actual bendable ones? They had the, some bendems. It was, it, I think it was one of, if not the first with the WWF, like, First Hulk Hogan. Okay, and so the LJNs. Yeah, those yeah. Were, those were the big rubber ones. The big rubber ones. Right, yeah, right. I've heard that because they were like what? How many? I don't they, know how many inches, were, but they, they were, were pretty big. They were pretty yeah. big. I heard a story. I don't know if it's true that 
that those were basically like the prototypes. Uh-huh. No, um, I didn't, I and there was there was when they were actually going to make them were going to be much smaller. Uh-huh. But then they found that kids actually because of the size like mm-hmm. actually played with them and, and made them wrestle. And so uh-huh. they decided. I don't know if it's true, but I think it was on that it show. Makes logical the, sense. <clears throat> the toys yeah. that made us. Have you seen uh, that? Yeah, I've, I've watched a little bit of it. I think it was on on that show maybe. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but it's it's fascinating to hear the story, mm-hmm. especially with those back then because. Like the story of Star Wars, where they huh. rushed those things out so fast because they had a movie coming out and right. they wanted to have the action figures, so, and they actually didn't meet the deadline. So kids were buying a car piece of cardboard um, w- with a with that original set that came right. out. And then so for then, Christmas then you got, it. yeah, I would mail right. it to you. So right. kids woke up on Christmas morning with a cardboard, cardboard. box of pictures <laughs> yeah. Yeah. of that's them, crazy. and then they they would yeah. come to you later. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. And wasn't there something with like light, the lightsaber mechanism or something that they? Oh, the Boba Fett. That have you heard that story uh-huh. with? Because Boba Fett, that when they released that, that was the jetpack. Because if you collected like the U, was it the UPC uh-huh. or proof of purchase? Like if you collected so many of them and you, you send the them in, you get a mailer. So the original Boba Fett, I might be butchering this story, <clears throat> was uh, was one of those. They didn't release okay. it. You could save up for it, but they were advertising it. They were doing commercials for it, mm-hmm. and the missile on its jetpack had like a little, little lever that would release. Right. And so the commercial, you see it like shooting this rocket out of his back, and it was like, at the time, it's like that's amazing. And uh, um, so they went through a few different iterations of it because it was a choking hazard, and that way it shot out. Um, so the one that actually finally came out, the missile was just glued in the back. Right. It didn't come out. So kids were like super bummed. Yeah. It's like I've been watching this commercial. I've been saving up my proof of purchases, and I get it, and it it doesn't doesn't come out. But yeah. there's like legends okay. of there's supposedly a couple of those prototypes really? that <clears throat> that actually did that wow. that didn't ship, but that people, people got their hands of that yeah. are just worth like ridiculous That'd amounts of money. Right yeah. There. yeah, yeah, but I love all that. Yeah, those you're stories super into and the history of it. Yeah, I love documentaries. So any when that show came out, any documentary on toys or huh. is it's fascinating. Yeah, the the wrestler that we're gonna have this weekend, uh, his his in ring name was Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona. Uh-huh. Uh he's actually one a huge, huge collector, toy collector. Okay. That's and cool. uh, they do a, a wrestling podcast and you know, they talk oh, really? about toys <clears throat> and stuff like that. But uh I'll have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, he's a he's a big toy guy, especially yeah. wrestling toys. He's got one of the biggest collections. That's awesome. Yeah. So he'll be he'll be in our store this weekend and wow. he loves toy stores, so hopefully he'll think think something good of mine. So he goes to a he goes to a lot of them, so I mean there's some yeah. pretty awesome toy stores out there. Does he see from in California or no? He's uh, he's from back east. Okay, so cool. he'll, he'll fly out. <clears throat> so you're picking them up. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they'll be at the store Saturday. They'll be at the store Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Well, this will come out after. Um, That's fine. But we'll fine. we'll promote it on our Instagram and Facebook okay. social media. Um, let people know because that that's awesome. So did you have you met Hulk Hogan? Yes, I have. Yeah, very very nice guy. Is yeah, he, he nice seems guy. like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, very nice guy. He was very, very polite to me, very polite to my sons. Yeah. So, that yeah. nice guy. I have never had to, I never got to really just work with him one-on-one. But um, as a, with the signing, I would like to someday. Yeah. But uh, every, you know, all these, 
all these uh, 80s wrestlers are getting older. I was uh, just yeah. going to say, is he still, like, actively he, he promoting is, and with, working? Like, and with this COVID stuff, you know, he's very... Um, yeah, cautious. He's, he's very cautious. And, you know, he, he has a store in Florida. It's called Hogan's Beach Shop. So he kind of stays oh, in there right. and yeah. just does all his signings <clears throat> in there. I mean, there's that's really, cool. you know, no big reason for him idea. to have to leave when, yeah. when he's right there, you he's know. flying across the country. So, yeah. Did you see that documentary on Jake the Snake? With, mm -hmm. Yep. Was it Diamond Dallas? Yep. Um, that's his name, right? Diamond Dallas, Diamond Dallas Page. Page, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a good documentary. Yeah, he's really, uh, Jake's really, he, he really saved Jake's life. Yeah. And, uh, Jake's an amazing guy, too. I've uh, worked with him twice. Yeah. And a uh, very, very good guy. And uh, it's, you know, the wrestling business is hard. And uh, hard on their bodies, hard on their minds. And uh, yeah. I just can't imagine, you know, especially back in the day, how rough it was for some of these guys, you know. Yeah. Um, we just had Sid Vicious. I don't know if you remember him. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, a lot of people want to complain because he's canceled on them or they don't trust him because he's canceled or whatever, you know? Yeah. So we had him and, and he showed up and he, an amazing, amazing guy. Huh. And then the next two signings after ours, uh, at different stores, he, he did, uh, back out. Um, I don't know the full details. I did call Sid and to check on him to see if he was okay. After yeah. I found out he had canceled. And, um, all I can say is that, uh, I don't think a lot of people understand what some of these guys have put their bodies through yeah. and, and their minds through. And, uh, so, you know, everybody thinks that Sid just wanted to cancel to cancel, but I know he was in great pain. His body was in great pain. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so, uh, these guys put, put their bodies on the line every day or you know, every, every day they're wrestling, uh, every other day, you know, and traveling like crazy for, yeah. for the fans, you know? Yeah. And then the fans kind of, even the promoters get mad and say, Oh, well he did this, he did that, he canceled and, and, uh, you know, want to run these guys in the ground. But, uh, when, when you actually get to know these guys and, and see what they put their bodies through and, and the pain that they're going through. And, and it's not that they're just canceling cause they want to, because this is their livelihood. They're still making money right. on, on yeah. these signings. So they don't want to cancel. They don't have to, you no. know, but, um, Poor Sid, you know, he was he was in a whole whole lot of pain and that's why he had canceled this last couple of events and and we don't see that, you know, just regular right. people don't see that, you know, what, what they're going through and what their bodies are going through and, and uh, sometimes it's hard for them to get out of bed. Sometimes it's hard for them to, to function just because yeah. their bodies have been through so much, you know. Yeah. And, and uh so, um I forget where I was going with all that. But Life uh, is just better, I think, when we all just assume that we're all doing the best we right, can. Right, right. Like if you have yeah. somebody canceled, just assume right. that they're doing the best right. that they can. Right, It's just so, a better. And we've been lucky. We've only had one cancellation. And uh, that was uh, because of, of the fires that we had yeah. last year, too. Yeah. So that's that's the only reason that we had a cancellation. That's we've been great. very lucky and uh, been very fortunate that we haven't had none. So. But, um, yeah, for me watching, it was that David Arquette documentary, uh, and then the Jake the Snake with Diamond Dallas Page. That that one was really good. But it was so eye opening for me to see <clears throat> what they actually put their bodies yeah, through, yeah. and not just the the results of that during their career, but that are permanent, right. like pain right. and that they have to deal with. I mean, right. even someone that just that works a, a construction job their whole life, mm -hmm. you know, it's like. You get into your 40s, 50s, 60s, and your back and your legs yeah. and your knees. But for them, they're th literally throwing their bodies yes. off of buildings. Yes. And like the David Arquette one, you like, you, you, it does a good job at showing like the, the, the physical pain that they go through right. and the blood. And it's right. like, 
I mean, I love, I love the wrestling <clears throat> business. You know, it's been good to me and, um, and to my family, but I would never, I, I wouldn't <laughs> want to get in the ring and wrestle. It's yeah. not, it's not no. for me. <clears throat> well, it's, and how old, like how old is Hulk Hogan? Uh, he's what a 70 something I was I gonna say they've got to be I, like I would have to look it up in there because well, as I think about them as a kid like he was a grown man yeah. you know like yeah. he was a man yeah. when we were kids so he's yeah. got to be yeah maybe 60 something I'm, I'm not sure I don't want to make him sound too old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, you're gonna get a nasty <laughs> ground even, from even, even him he's like, I mean, I'm his, 57. his body's been through hell you know and, yeah. Yeah. And, and you can see when he walks you know it's just it's it's rough you know yeah uh, all these guys, you know, they they put their bodies through hell just just for us, the fans, you know. Yeah, and, for entertainment. And, uh, they really, you know, they really care about their fans and and love their fans and um, just like you said, Jake, you know, he's been he's been through hell. Yeah. But a uh, great guy. And, uh, yeah, he seems like so many of them, like Hulk and J- Diamond Dallas Page, like they. I mean, you see them on podcasts or documentaries right. that they just seem like. Just, well, I think just you have to guys. love right. it, right? Yes, like, you have to. You have, you have to, to love it, and you have to love the service that you're providing, right. like the entertainment that you're providing right. for people. And it just seems like it probably doesn't attract a lot of jerks. Like, it's funny because they have this, like, big kind of, like, jerky personas, but mm. it seems kind of inconsistent with, like, the kind of person that you would need to there, be and, to and you, sustain you hear that with, with all, anybody that's, that's famous, you know. Right. Um, like, we went to meet Bo Jackson one time, and, yeah. they, and they told us, "Oh, you know, I heard so many people say, oh, he's or he could be a jerk, he could be this, he could be that,' you know." And um, when we first got got there, it, you know, you had to pay for a picture with him and for his autograph. Yeah. Well, people were taking pictures of him in line, and Bo Jackson stood up and said, "Hey, if you guys don't want to put your cameras away, he goes, I'll leave, and nobody yeah. will get nothing." Yeah. So everybody thought, you know, not everybody, but people thought he was being a jerk. Right. Yeah. Well, this is the way he's. Right. Making money, you know, and, and whether he's rich or not or whatever, that's that's the policy. Well, know? and this is the Adhere rule, you the know, policy. these are the rules. Right. Yeah. So it's not that he's being a jerk, but that's that's the policy, you know. Yeah. So um, when we got up there in line to meet him, the greatest, nicest yeah. guy, you know, and um, and that goes with with any any kind of superstar, any famous person, you know. But what we don't understand either is that sometimes they have bad days. Right. Yeah. Um, just like me or you. And some days they don't they don't want to be. Right. You know all friendly and you know who knows what they're going through right and that's with anybody we don't never know what anybody's going through and sometimes we just jump to conclusions or think yeah. that this person is mean or bad well people have bad days you know and they don't want to talk to people yeah. there's days that i have bad days that i'm really not very customer oriented <laughs> you know just because <laughs> I, I don't you know don't I don't, talk to yeah, and customer I, oriented is such yeah. a nice way to yeah i mean it's just yeah that, that's just the way it is you know and and sometimes you have to, you know, you have to force yourself to be, you know, uh, right. a friendly person that day. But, yeah. um, but there's days that you don't, you know, you just don't want to deal with people or, or their crap, you know. Yeah. And that's not being mean. That's just that's just the it's reality being of, being life. of being a human, you yeah. know. And uh, so we gotta we gotta. I think sometimes we just get too too butt hurt, and we should just be more understanding of everybody and, yeah. and their feelings. Give people the benefit of the right. doubt. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. We're, so, we've lost so much of that. Right. People just so quick to. But I think with we were talking about, like especially with that that group of wrestlers, like from Hulk Hogan and Jake the Snake, like it seems like, like people that I know that like when you achieve such a high level of success, mm-hmm. and then because a lot of them like obviously they're where they are now are different phases. Like they didn't have that anymore. Like right. the point where you're making X amount of money, a ton amount of money, you're super famous, you everybody's just treating you like you're royalty to 
that dries up super fast. Yeah. So I could see a lot of those guys of being at such a high level of fame and success right. and then maybe even hit bottom and then to come out of that, there's just a, a humility, you know, right. and a genuineness right. to come out of it and survive it. Not everybody gets there, but right. some of the people I respect the most in life are people that were really successful and failed and pulled their selves, pulled mm-hmm. themselves out of it. Yeah. I think you come out of that just a better person. Right. But I could see with a lot of those guys having to, it's like sink or swim, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and to go through that and to continue working in this, in that same industry, like, yeah, right. I think you're right. It does take a certain amount of humility and um, just being a good, you know, just yeah. owning your stuff and moving forward. Yeah. yeah. So with your with your store, are you guys selling any stuff online as well, or um, just in the store? We, we we do. I mean, more of we got a Facebook page, Instagram, yeah. Twitter page. So people, if if they want something, you know, I mail I mail stuff all the time. Somebody wants something. Yeah. I have a dot com page, but uh, I don't know if it's because I'm lazy, but it just the dot com is not as popular as it used to be either, as yeah. compared to. We joke that it's become you know, that it's, websites are kind of becoming the new yellow pages. Right. Yeah. They're just they're not. You know, you get them yeah. in the mail and you don't want them. Yeah. You know, or you yep. throw yeah. them at your porch and you you don't pay attention to them. You know, right. and yeah. um, social media is kind of where it's where it's at. You know, and that's so we kind of stick to that. Um, yeah, my dot com. I, I did it for a little bit. I was putting stuff on there and it just wasn't, you know, hit, hitting as much. And well, so. and I I can see especially for you like keeping up with like what's in stock versus what's not in stock, and then adding another layer of make keeping a website current right. that sounds like yeah it's, it's a lot it's a lot of it's work lot. and and uh so i don't i don't keep up with it I, I was using it for a little more advertising but even even then it's just not it's yeah. not you know the dot yeah. coms are just not that great yeah so. we're kind of in the same zone have you um utilized instagram stories for selling uh, um stories yeah no nah, no i don't even i mean i do i do i post like uh whatever i get new in the store yeah i'm sure you guys see that and i just yep. I, that's all i really do i don't i don't do uh yeah a whole lot of social media i'm not you know <laughs> you're like i'm not an expert yeah i just yeah exactly so i just put it on you know i just put whatever products we get in the store just so yeah. people are aware of what we have in the store and yeah and uh so people ask hey can you mail that so I, I do, I have no problem mailing anything if somebody wants it that's from out of state because we do have a lot of people from out of state that follow us. So yeah. we, we do mail that way or we, um, of course, you know, there's eBay and stuff like that, but I try to stay away from even eBay because they just, I think they rip people off so much. Yeah. You know, not just. It's like st- a whole separate beast. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, that's probably the most that I really do as far as online is yeah. try to social stay with media. social media, you know, and Facebook's really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Instagram's really good. I think so. that that's where people are for the most mm, part. Yeah, that yeah. so that's good marketing right now. Yeah, have you seen? I mean, doing it as long as you have and having the different collections and toys. I'm curious if you like start to see like consistencies. Like, if I walk in and start talking to you, if you're like, "Oh, this guy must be into Star Wars. He must be He Man." Like, or is it just kind of all over the board? You never know what someone's going to be into. Yeah. You, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to tell. I mean, I get yeah. people that, that walk in, I'm thinking this guy don't even collect or want nothing, <laughs> you know, and then they're buying, they're buying a little bit of everything. You yeah. Know? And so it, it, you just never know. You never it's know. hard to read people sometimes, but then you, you probably got, get some characters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We do. But, but then you, you know, you got your people that you know exactly they're, they're what they're looking for and, right. and what, you know, there's people that are just strictly Star Wars, strictly turtles, strictly, 
right? yeah. uh, GI Joes and they don't want nothing else, you know. And, but then you got the people that are just all over the board. That yeah. yeah. A little bit of everything. Are there any collections that are stereotypical, like have more of the <laughs> weird people? Like between um, the different product lines, he's like, I'd rather. Not <laughs> yeah. Say. yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> um, You're like, yeah, but no. That's a baited question. Yeah, I mean, he's like, you Star Wars people are weird. Yeah, <laughs> no, um, no, I, I mean, everybody's got their quirks, I guess. Yeah, you know, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't see nothing, nothing too, too crazy. When do you, you get individual, um, like things like we talked about Teddy Ruxpin? Mm-hmm. Like, do you have things pass through like that that? Yeah, hot. yeah. I, I, I bought a collection uh, a couple weeks ago, and the guy had some He-Man. He had some uh, Star Wars, and just a little bit of a little bit different, a little bit of everything. And yeah. then uh, I opened one box, and there's a Teddy Ruxpin, you know, That's still amazing. in the box, you know. Wow. Uh, so I mean, it didn't go kind of with GI Joe and He-Man. Yeah. So it was kind of. You're like, hello. Uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting to see that there. Yeah. yeah. So, what are your best resources for pricing and figuring out? You know, they there's so many there's so many avenues to look and i mean you know people people want to go to ebay but ebay's so all over the place all over the place yeah um so you you just go to you know i I try to go to a little bit of everything and and uh look on this site look on this site you know and i I try to do my research the best you know to to give a fair price so you know you look on there's so many different avenues that you can look at and um that's what i try to you know do the best out of every every avenue that i can find where where it's been sold or uh or where it's selling at so so i give the most fair price to the customer yeah you definitely do your pricing is is fair like thank you i i'm not super hip on it but when i go in there the stuff that at least i know and i recognize your stuff's always 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 well priced thank you um and then you have I'm, I became obsessed with your clearance rack on the front too. Oh, I my, bought my five dollar table. Yeah, <laughs> I've I probably in the last few weeks bought all your five dollar Star Wars. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that right. were there. That's yeah. probably me. Yeah, I try to I try to <laughs> keep those full with Star Wars and yeah, just just other stuff. You know, I put random stuff on there. Just you know, it's it's good to give people a deal and and uh, keeps things keeps, moving. Yeah, it does. It does. Sometimes yeah. you got to move stuff and put out new stuff and reinvest with you know other stuff you know that's yeah. been sitting there so yeah well and don't you think that there's something to be said for like the habit of people like getting in the habit of like checking what you have on the clearance yeah, rack yeah of course yeah i get yeah. i get the regulars that come in all the time to to see what's just see what's, what's popping what, yeah exactly so. yeah yeah you're so. definitely in that like you are like an intensely like habitual person so mm-hmm. you like gain so much enjoyment from consistency of things like that for sure yeah i think that feeds to my my obsession and collecting stuff yeah getting into that habit and routine well because yeah for you it's like a lot of the time it's much more about the hunt than it is Mm. about even whatever it is so yeah when you guys every time i've been in there regardless who's working you guys are super friendly and helpful like a lot of times whether i think I collect music too, so music okay. probably tends to be much more. Uh, they are the worst. Elitist, you know, uh, kind of. It's mentality. my least favorite. I'll like wait outside. There's like certain record stores that you go into that I'm like, I don't need that negative energy in my oh, wow. life, so I'm really? just gonna yeah, wait the mu- outside. The music collecting world is where because people will have their lane, uh-huh. and it's like there can be this 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 like, well, I'm into you know, 70s, 80s okay. punk, and so 
if you're into, that's not as important or. Well, and wow. I don't want to like, crap all over the because I'm in in that, but yeah, but <clears throat> just in general, the, maybe not the best customer service huh. bedside manner. Yeah, in general. like huh. um, although the David at Redlands Final yeah, Record he here, he's awesome. super helpful and yeah. and Good. just we've well had, informed, and he's yeah. that's probably my my favorite place to go. Um, yeah, he does he does a great awesome. job, but the and his store is awesome. The toy collecting world versus the music collecting world seems to be much more inclusive, and it's like, well, you're in. You're into pops. I think they're, you know, someone might say, I think they're dumb, but yeah. cool. You know, whatever you're into. It seems to be a much more inclusive club, right, right. like, yeah. and accepting to, yeah, exactly. to what I you're think, in. And a lot of crossover. Right. And people are pretty helpful in the toy world, too, about helping people get what they need. And, mm-hmm. you know, hey, this is here, this is there, or we can trade, you know. So, I, I mean, I don't know much about the music the music world, but uh, yeah. I know for the tour world, the people are pretty, pretty helpful, pretty friendly. And yeah. So, yeah, much more like I like for this podcast, a lot of a lot of the guests we've had on are either stores or businesses that I like that I've gone to. Mm-hmm. And usually I'll, I'll um, I'm a customer first and then you're like a secret shopper. Before yeah. <laughs> we have someone on the podcast. So I tell her, I'm like, I need to go buy more toys. I need yeah. to do some research like, for the oh, podcast. <laughs> I feel take, so sad. Take one for the team. You're working real hard this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, but a lot of times if I'll go in and I'll ask, you know, usually just an employee or someone, mm-hmm. but like when I went in like, and s- asked to get your information it was super nice and super helpful. Okay. Like I've done in some businesses and they're just like super standoffish, yeah. but, but yeah, my, you have some great people in there. My, uh, my employee, David, he's, uh, he's like family to us. Yeah. He's the one and, that, uh, that I talked to. He's an amazing, amazing guy and, uh, loves the customers, loves, yeah. loves working there and, um, he, he probably takes, he probably catches stuff a little more than I do sometimes, you know, maybe somebody changed a, a sticker on one of the prices, you know, he, <laughs> he's like right on top of everything. I yeah. That. That's so like the dream employee. Yes. It's yeah. If, if you don't have good employees in a store, you know, you're, you're kind of lost, you yeah. know, and he's, he's yeah. one of the, I've had some good employees, but he's probably the best I've ever had that really cares about the store, really loves the store, cares about that. me and my family. And so, you know, that really that makes a big difference when you have somebody that cares. It's a treasure. You know, and that's what I tell my employees, you know, it's, um, you know, the stores, store is going to be what you make it. You know right. I mean? Um, it's, it's my store. It's, it's my life. Yeah. But, um, that's what I want you to make it for you because, yeah. the, you know, the store is nothing. If it's only going to be what we make it, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, what, what we, what we put into it. And, uh, so you are in control of your experience right. here. And, and, you know, I think with a lot of the little stores, um, you're not just going in because they got good product and I'm not, I'm not bragging on me or nothing because I'm nobody or nothing, but I mean, you go in for the customer service, but for the, for the people, for the owner, or for right. the, you know, who's working there, you know, that you go in for that experience, you know, and I try to make every customer, um, have a good experience and know that I care about them. And, and, uh, you know, and I do, there's, you know, a lot of my customers that are regulars, you know, if they don't show up for a couple of weeks and you know, I'm thinking I could care less about the money, right. but, yeah. but, uh, you know, I care about, you know, Hey, what's going on with them? Are they okay? Because yeah. they didn't come in this week or they're not, you know, what's going on with them, you know? And, and cause I'm genuinely, uh, yeah. worried, you know, for their, you know, are they okay? Or, you know, yeah. is their family okay? You know, because, uh, they're, they become part of us, you know, and, I think successful um, small businesses like thrive off of that reciprocity between that like relationship with their customer base right. of like 
you're part of us and we're right. part of you right. and right. yeah it's great and if they you know i tell them all the time too i tell my customers you know and of course i want them to spend money but i mean even if they come in and just come in to visit just come in to talk you know that yeah. that means a lot to me you know just to know that they're uh thinking about me or yeah. you know, thinking about the store yeah so and, and that's important to me that uh that um you know we have a good relationship and and uh and you don't have to come in and spend money come and visit me come and say hi you yeah. know and and uh days some days when they're slow you know just coming and saying hi and spending a little bit of time in the store you know means more than spending five bucks you know yeah. so uh, yeah when we all we all have this natural desire for community and to belong and right. to groups and so it's you guys do a good job of not just having great products with good pricing but help kind of creating that since like well, i went in yesterday um and i don't know if it was if your wife working or um yeah it was my wife um and there was like a couple in there and and they were obviously knew each other and talking it was just a very felt like a very homey like you know community we all want like our own cheers yeah yeah. You walk in and everybody knows your name. Yep, you guys have done yeah. a good job with that. But we're definitely customers Thank for you. life as long as we live here. But Thank thanks you. so much for <clears throat> not just for the shop, but for coming in and sharing your story. And, thanks for having and, us. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we got to connect. And yes. hopefully I'll see you in there a lot more. Of course. Of course. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I really yeah. appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.